Hi, friends. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to let you know that if you like what we talk about here on the Belonging Podcast, I think you'll really love my book. It's called Root and Ritual, Timeless Ways to Connect to Land, Lineage, Community, and the Self. And it is available right now wherever books are sold. It is a beautifully illustrated guide to connecting with the earth, your ancestors, and your communities as you come home to your whole self. Though we live in a radically different looking world, the needs of our bodies and spirits are the same as the ancestors we come from. I divide this book into four parts, land, lineage, community, and self, and I take you on a journey for engaging more deeply with your life. I provide stories from my own life and I share rituals, recipes, and ancestral wisdom, journal prompts to support you on your individual and unique and sacred path. You can get more info and bonuses at rootandritualbook.com and pick it up at your favorite bookstore online or in person. Thanks for all your support. It means the world to me. Welcome to Belonging, a podcast that explores how to come home to yourself in the age of loneliness. I'm Becca Piastrelli, your host and guide on a journey of courageous reconnection as we explore topics like ancestral wisdom, cultivating meaningful sisterhood, living with the seasons and cycles of the earth in your body, and what it means to be a good ancestor. Hello, hello. Welcome back. It's Becca Piastrelli here with another mini-sode for you. Today I'm talking about self-care. It's the buzzword, apparently, of 2016, according to the internet. Um, Maybe you've heard it by now. I certainly practice it and talk about it a lot. And uh, maybe you know what it means. Maybe you're confused of what it means. Maybe it makes you super annoyed. Let's talk about that. Because I believe that true and deeply nourishing self-care, not just hashtag self-care looks good on Instagram self-care, but real deal self-care helps you know yourself, helps you hear yourself, get in touch with your intuition. And that's really important because we live in a time where there is a lot of static. There's a lot of noise. There's a lot of ways we can fill all the pauses and empty spaces and moments of nothingness so that we honestly have a hard time knowing what it is we want and what it, what is true for us, right? I know I am working on not picking up my phone in every spare moment of the day that I can just sit in the doctor's office and wait or stand in line to buy groceries and just look at the magazines or the gum or whatever it is to allow for blank space. Self-care. First of all, it's really important that I, as a white woman of privilege, credit the origins of this term. So the origins of this term is uh, by a woman of color named Audrey Lord, who it was in 1988. It was a rallying cry really for underprivileged, marginalized, oppressed populations. The quote is, caring for myself is not self-indulgence, it is self-preservation, and that is an act of political warfare. And really, the idea behind this was, uh, if you're going to marginalize us, patriarchy, capitalism, system of oppression, empire, 
the best thing we can do is live our best lives, take care of ourselves, find places of spiritual safety, move our bodies, eat well, and, you know, live another day to um, fight the good fight. So I love that. I love that self-care's origins are not the beauty industry. (laughs) I love that self-care's origins is not anything other than the LGBTQ social justice movements that came before us, that brought us to today. So on that note, I believe, and it is believed, that self-care is your birthright. Every human being on earth is deserving of caring for themselves. And so in that way, you don't need to have a lot of money to make self-care happen. I was looking up the self-care hashtag on Instagram today. I saw a lot of spa photos and like fancy photos. And like, I love a fancy thing. I love a spa. I love a nice mask. I know the sheet masks are hot right now. I'm into them. But self-care can be a breath in a moment. Self-care can be going into the bathroom in a really intense uh, party atmosphere to nurture your introverted side. Self-care can be texting or calling a friend and ask to be witnessed in whatever's happening for you. Self-care can be a moment of meditation. Self-care can be a walk in nature. Self-care can be a bath. I know that's a big one. I know I love me a bath. But there are times when I'm in a bath where I'm not actually caring for myself. I'm like manic and my head is swimming and I'm, you know, I'm not like dropped in. So self-care is also a mindset. And it is to be developed because women are um, natural nurturers. I'm speaking very generally here and I acknowledge that this may not resonate with everyone. Um, But I think it's important to mention that women tend towards, especially our mothers and our grandmothers' generations, towards caring for others uh, way before thinking about oneself. This uh, martyrdom gene is strong in so many of us in the sense that um, it feels selfish to care for oneself especially if you're a mother or a grandmother. And I, I believe that's um, some bullshit that has been programmed into us and that it's really a beautiful thing to fill one's cup so that you can give from a place of overflowing instead of empty. And what is like the self-care cliche term used, which is, that when you're on a plane about to take off and they do the safety video, they say, secure your oxygen mask before helping others. But it's so true. So the connection to knowing yourself, I think, is really important because you might be nodding your head and like, yes, Becca, I know I need to take better care of myself. I know, I know, I know, I know. Here's the thing. You probably also want to feel clarity in your life, right? Feel a sense of like intuitive knowing. Feel confident in your choices. Feel um, clarity in your direction in life. And I know that things get in the way. I know. I know that we've got jobs and kids and busy schedules. I am not negating that. I'm not telling you to clear your calendar and go to Bali for two weeks. If you can, though, that sounds great. Self-care is about 
getting in tune with what it is you need to feel truly nourished and cared for, even in the micro moments, with the goal of coming home to yourself, getting in tune with yourself. Because remember, we want to belong. We want to feel that deeply rooted sense of belonging in our bodies, in our communities, in our work, in the world. And one of one things you cannot negate, I also see it so much in my activist friends, ones who are really on the front lines and organizing and working in nonprofits, doing incredible work, is there is a negation of self-care. I had a friend who worked for um, a famous singer, I won't say the names, um, poverty nonprofit, very popular poverty nonprofit. And um, he doesn't work there anymore, but he said that it was like 10 p.m. on a Friday and he was so tired. It had been a crazy week. And he said, all right, guys, I'm going to go home. He said to the office, I'm going to go home and get some sleep. I'm so tired. And um, someone looked at him and said, you know, poverty never sleeps. I was like, huh, well, if I don't get some sleep, (laughs) I can't help anyone. And this, I think, is such a beautiful way to come back to the origins of self-care being with um, the social justice movements of the 70s and 80s um, that have continued to today that we're experiencing right now is caring for oneself is crucial, is crucial to keeping on with your purpose, with with living a life on purpose and in service. And if you're not identifying with, well, I'm not an activist, I'm just a mom at home just trying to get by day to day. Yeah, it's really important to your kids' lives, to your marriage, to your community, to your sense of belonging, that you care for yourself. I realize this episode is me just being like, care for yourself. I'm also talking to myself in these episodes, which is so important because I have a tendency to fill my spaces. I have a tendency to really put things by the wayside, deprioritize self-care. And so that's why I've really liked to look at the micro ways I can tend to myself, the deep breaths, the walks, the little breaks, stretching, texting a friend. I have this amazing app called Marco Polo. Maybe you're on it where you can video, basically video between friends Um, And it doesn't like save on your phone, so it doesn't like take up uh, memory. I don't know if I'm explaining it right. Look at Marco Polo. It's an amazing app. I find that to be such a sense of self-care for me. Um, Writing down my dream and texting it to a friend, reading a chapter of a book, like these are things that are ours. Smelling a flower. It sounds so cheesy and cliche, and I know it frustrates people so much when it gets like that, but try it. Life is made up of these moments, you know, just because we live in this really post-industrial, modern, technological age doesn't mean that these ancestral practices don't still live and breathe within us. So I invite you to take a deeper look at what it is self-care is for you, what it is you need. And um, let's chat about it. Hit me up on Instagram at Becca Piastrelli. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening. I know your time is sacred, and I hope this episode infused some inspiration and meaning into your day. 
For show notes, links, and references from this episode, you can go to belongingpodcast.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to Belonging on Apple Podcasts, and if you have a moment, leave a review. This helps my little podcast reach more listeners, and I would be ever so grateful.